You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hiki. Hello, villagers. Happy Friday! We made it! And thank you so much for choosing to spend your Friday with me. You're listening to episode number 27 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. I'm diving into pubic symphysis today, or the medical diagnosis is symphysis pubis dysfunction, SPD. Um, This is also known as lightning crotch among pregnant women. When I hear them talk about it or when they um, come to me with this pain, they often are describing it as lightning crotch. You know, your, your pubic symphysis is actually a joint, and... It, what it does is it widens during pregnancy to prep for the delivery and the birth of your baby because your baby has to like go through there, right? So that pain that you're feeling is the expansion of your pubic area, your pubic bones, your whole kind of that whole pubic area of your body, of your your skeleton is expanding to make sure that there is room for your baby to come through. Another thing that happens is you have a hormone and it's called relaxin um, and it does just that. It is a hormone that helps your body relax and specifically your cartilage, ligaments, and tissue. It helps these things get soft and stretchy. Like I said, it, it's for you know your baby to come through there, so you don't want things to be stiff and really stuck into place. So as a doula, when people are complaining of this pain, um, obviously I want to help them get rid of their pain, but for me, it means progress. This means that your body is working. Um, your relaxin is being secreted. Your um, pubic bones are shifting in order to get ready to have your baby. Um, you know, some people also experience shooting pain that goes down their leg. This is called sciatica, and this is because you have these nerves that are in your spine um, that also go down into your leg. And so when your pubic bone is doing all of this shifting um, and these these ligaments and tendons and muscles and cartilage and all of that are being pulled. Sometimes it triggers those nerves, which sends the shooting pain down your leg. Um, again, all of this tells me that there is progress being made that your body is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing to get ready for your baby to be born. So before we jump into um, what to do about your pubic symphysis pain, um, here are some like quick stats for you, but there's not awesome research out there uh, 
it's catching on and pelvic health in general is becoming a thing and awareness is, is finally growing. So I think that the research is getting better. Um, but for right now, I know it to be like 30% of women um, of, of pregnant expectant people get um, or experience pubic symphysis pain. I'm not sure how accurate that is, um, but I try and stay pretty up to date. That is the last that I know. And then as far as, you know, it transferring into the postpartum period, for the most part, it should, you know, go away after your baby is born. About 7% of postpartum people still experience pubic symphysis pain um, in the postpartum period. But either way, whether it, it resolves itself with the birth or it doesn't, I still think, well, you all know, you should get to a pelvic floor PT. You should just get things checked out. Um, you know, you just had a baby. You just carried a baby for nine months. You just, it's literally just a checkup. You just want to check in to see if everything is how it's supposed to be. Um, and then another question that I, I get so, so much is, you know, is this dangerous for the baby? No, absolutely not. It's not dangerous for the baby, but it is very painful for you. Um, so you probably don't want to ignore it. If you are having um, the slightest little pain, you probably want to go ahead and start doing some precautions um, so that you can avoid any kind of super painful PS joint pain or SI joint pain. So the big question is what can be done about this pain? And actually you have quite a few options. So the first thing that I always tell people to start with is your posture. You really want to make sure that you are um, standing up nice and tall, that you don't have your tailbone um, swayed out so that that typical pregnancy sway, sway back, um, or that waddle. So you really want to have your tailbone um, somewhat tucked under, tucked in, um, so that your whole spine is in alignment and your shoulders are back, you know, your hips are aligned, your feet are a healthy distance apart. Really paying attention to um, to your posture. It helps to get in front of a mirror and you can also um, you can also ask somebody ask if you look like you are in alignment. Most people will know what you're talking about. They really will. Next you can do exercises that um, like gently strengthen the muscles that maybe have a little bit too much relaxing to them and in them. Um, so, but these are these are not going to interfere with the birthing process because they are that gentle. They're very gentle um, exercises that just strengthen just enough to help alleviate the pain. And I actually put together a freebie for you, and it has two exercises on there, and that is going to be linked in the show notes of today's episode so head on over and get that but you can there are several more that you can do um you can also consider an SI belt um so this is different than a belly band and it's actually worn very differently there's a link on the freebie of how to wear an SI belt so before you um before you wear your SI belt around for weeks and weeks make sure that you have it on correctly also if you haven't gotten yourself a pregnancy pillow you definitely should um I love the snoogle but there are several different um 
And there are several different brands that you can go with. And that was not an ad. I seriously do love the Snoogle. Um, I recommend a pregnancy pillow for everybody. So you can't forget that your the weight of your belly is still pulling on all of your joints even though you're sleeping. Um, you know, and that needs to be propped up with with pillows, but then also your shoulders need to be supported. Um, if you have really large breasts, they will need to be supported. Um, your hips and your knees, and it's really nice that um, those really long ones will wrap around your back, and so it can go through your legs and up your back, and then you're just supported all the way around. So really, a maternity pillow is something that you should definitely look into and consider. Um, again, it just takes the weight off of your belly when you're sleeping, which your belly deserves a break too. Also, here's one of my favorites. Stop crossing your legs. So you're gonna feel really rude if this is something that you are used to doing when you sit, but you need to protect your pelvic floor. Um, you have to stop crossing your legs because it does put tension on your pelvic floor and on all of your muscles that are connected to your pelvis and then also up above your hips, you know, as you're sitting up straight, that lower back, it's all connected. Um, it's just really all connected. So stop crossing your legs, sit with your knees together instead. Um, you know, keeping your knees together while you roll over at night is also something to be aware of. So this can be applied to while you're sitting, while you're standing, um, trying to keep your knees close to one another just to not put too much pressure um, or weight or um, kind of pull on those muscles or ligaments and, and cartilage and stuff. I always recommend chiropractic care and acupuncture, massage, meditation, all of your typical things um, that you would generally think about for sore muscles and pain relief. Um, so I do think that you should um, get to a PFPT if you have tried a lot of things and they haven't worked. So if you've tried several combinations of all the things that I just mentioned and you're still having a pretty you know, large amount of pain, I definitely think you should investigate some pelvic floor physical therapists in your area and definitely, definitely have a consult. Um, pubic pain is not fun and it's not anything that has to be your new normal. Just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Remember what I always say. Um, so please check out a, a PFPT if this is you and you're still having pain after trying um, a bajillion things. You're also going to want to avoid certain things. So high heels, try not to wear things, um, you know, that are super, super high heels. If you can avoid high heels at all costs, um, that's probably best. With that being said, you don't want to be wearing really thin flats. So you're thinking, um, you know, thick shoes. So tennis shoes are really great. I know that doesn't go with every outfit. So maybe some really thick um, sold shoes that have good support um, for the bottom of your feet. So just remember everything that your feet come in contact with. So if it's really hard and stiff, that's going to put pressure on your ankles, which will put pressure on your knees, going up to your hips, your lower back, your sacrum, your upper back, your neck, your head, your shoulders, your you're all the things, like do you see how it is all connected? So just be mindful of the shoes you're wearing. 
Also, stairs. If you can take an elevator, you definitely should, um, or an escalator. You definitely should avoid stairs if you can. Sometimes if you live in a building, you know, and you're on the the seventh floor and you don't have an elevator, then, you know, sometimes it won't be avoidable. Um, but where you can, try and cut out the stairs. The same thing can be said about walking long distances. So sometimes people find that walking is a trigger for PS pain. So, you know, being mindful of how far apart places are that you're going if you're walking. Otherwise, you might want to um, get a ride or drive. Also, sitting in the in the very opposite direction, sitting for too long. So don't walk too long. Don't sit too long. Don't wear heels. Avoid stairs. All these things. <laughs> but it really is to be mindful of your pelvic floor. So avoiding sitting too long. This is just because we want you to be um, changing up your positions. You should be changing positions every so often. So every half hour or so, um, even if that looks like just standing, if that looks like going to the bathroom, if that looks like going to get a sip of water or, um, you know, going to get a snack, whatever that might look like. It might just look like standing up and stretching, just changing positions every so often. And you know, remember about crossing your legs. So when you are sitting, be mindful um, that you're not crossing your legs, but instead you have your knees closed. Don't forget to grab your download um, at the end of listening to this episode. It's going to be linked to the show notes. And I'm also going to link the blog from last week's episode because that episode was really the inspiration for this. I got so much fun feedback from um, the episode last week, which if you didn't tune in to that one, it's all about squatting to pee. So if you use public restrooms a lot or you find that you're squatting to pee a lot, you're killing your pelvic floor. I'm here to tell you that. So go tune in to episode number 25, which is last Friday's episode. Um, check out that blog and then you can grab the download and everybody go out and protect your pelvic floor today. Be more mindful of your pelvic floor. That that pelvic floor does so, so much for you. Honestly, you couldn't live uh, without it. So stop squatting to pee, stop crossing your legs, and send love to your pelvic floor. And remember, find your tribe and love them hard. Hey, Village members. I wanted to pop on here to give you a quick heads up that our small groups for new, expecting, and postpartum parents are launching soon. Okay, here's the lowdown. It's one evening and only two hours of your time. We will connect via a video call and you will get the chance to hang out with me and five to six other parents just like you all without having to leave your couch or change out of your yoga pants. How awesome is that? This means that you can live anywhere and get the support of the Tranquility Tribe Village. I work really hard to put you in a group with parents, not only by your guesstimated due date or the age of your children, but also by location. That's right. This way you can actually meet up with these other parent friends in real life. So cool. During our two hours together, you will be able to see me, chat with me face to face, 
pick my brain with all of your burning questions about what to expect, what's going on with your baby, what's going on with your body, what you can be doing right now to prepare for your birth or life with a newborn, exploring your options, and all the other things that might be on your mind. This is a safe space. Literally, nothing is off limits. I'm an open book. I want you to ask all the questions and all the things because I promise someone else is definitely wondering the same thing. Call on the Tranquility Tribe Village to support you. To sign up, you can visit our website, email me, or message me on Instagram or Facebook. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention, you get exclusive access to our private, clients-only Facebook group. We cannot wait to support you, and I can't wait to see you there. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook, and our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.